We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama! What a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. All right, welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. So... If you caught the early week episode, you know what to expect today. It is the full-length interview with Jessica Cootie and head football coach Lincoln Riley. So, without any further ado, I step aside, slide out of the way, and the tailgate kicks off with Jess sitting down with the new Sooner coach. Coach, what has the last 36 hours been like for you? <laughs> yeah, hard, hard to describe a little bit. Um, it's, it's been fun, challenging, you know, but... It's kind of been exciting, kind of bouncing around to all the different areas. Um, you know, the, the players were the main focus in the beginning, you know, getting around them as much as we could. Um, different meetings with those guys, being around, watching them work out. Um, getting together with the staff, you know, starting to define roles there and, and look at, you know, the ways that, that, that you know, we feel like we can be better. And, uh, you know, getting with our uh, Getting with uh, all of our recruits, you know, we've been on the phone, it seems like just constantly, which is which has been great. And, uh, you know, it's been really cool to see just the, the reception from, from Sooner Nation, all the people outside. I know this was certainly a, a dream of yours, but could you have ever imagined in your wildest dreams that it, you would be in the position that you're in taking over this type of program in, in the state that it's in, you know, with, again, Coach Stoops kind of handing you over the reins? Right. No, no, never. I don't know that you could ever even dream that. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been just such a fun two years here. And then just to think that we're in this position now is, is, is awesome. It's hard to believe, but it's, it's, it's exciting. You know, I'm thrilled to, thrilled to be here and what a great opportunity for all of us. And, and for me personally, you know, with my, 
you know, with my first time being a head coach to be in this setting with, with players I know, with staff members that I know and trust, um, and doing it at the best football program in the country. I mean, what more could you ask for? What's the most important thing you learned from being under Coach Stoops these last couple of years? There's a lot. Um, you know, the balance between between work and, and family and, and knowing that, that there has to be some, uh, that you have to you have to recharge and that you can be successful doing both, being a, a dad, being a being a, a husband, um, you know, still a friend to your friends outside of here, and then also doing the best that you can in this role for this program. And uh, he always struck great balance on that. And and I think he was also genuine. You know, he was comfortable, you know, with, with who he was, with the way he did things, did things the right way, you know, never, never uh, compromised his values, um, did everything with great integrity. So among many things, those are some of the biggest lessons I would take from him. When asked about your age, Joe Castiglione said it, it wasn't about that. It was more about the confidence that, that you have in yourself and, and in your abilities. Where does that confidence come from? That's a good question. I mean, some of it's the preparation um, and the work. Some of it's the, a lot of it is the people around me, the players and coaches around me that I, and, and support staff that, that I know I have here, as opposed to walking into a new situation where you don't know the players, you don't know all the staff. Um, um, and I think it's something that I just have, have always had a little bit of, you know, that's, uh, I've always had that, that belief in myself and uh, probably from being raised by great parents in a great situation. And, and uh, yeah, I've just kind of been surrounded by it my whole life. Coach Stoops often addressed, you know, the expectations that come along with being the head coach at this program. For you personally, how do you um, go about managing the pressure that comes along with the expectations of, of being in charge of such a, a story program? Well, just knowing that regardless of what the expectations are on the outside and they're I know they're high and they should be. That's this is Oklahoma. That's that's part of it. But I I enjoy that. I that's I want to work at a place like that where what we do is important and it's important to people, it's important to our players, it's important to our fans. I mean it's that that's what you want. And again, knowing that their expectations will never be as high as ours in here. And uh I got a strong sense of responsibility to the the coaches and players that have been here uh, before me and I I felt that when I walked in the door as the offensive coordinator two years ago and uh, and then a responsibility to do my part whether it was being the coordinator the last two years or being the head coach now you know for everybody in this room and for their family so that I know if I can you know get that part right then the other stuff will take care of itself. Coach Stoops was obviously always known for being a defensive guy, but was, you know, brought in offensive innovators and, and kind of let them do your do their thing. Mm-hmm. What's your philosophy, being that you're an offensive guy, on the defense? It's similar. I mean, I think you you can't do everything as a head coach. You've got to, to pick and choose the areas you're going to delegate, and you have to have great people that you trust to go do it. And, again, that's where I'm so lucky in that I've got people – uh, all around the program and, and specifically on the defensive staff with, with Mike, Kerry, uh, Calvin, Tim, all those guys that, 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 that get it, that, that know what they want to do, that I think will you know, fall in line with any, any changes that we do make. And, uh, you know, and, and again, I've got complete trust and faith in them to do their jobs well, and I'm going to give them kind of the guidance and direction that they need from the head coach, but I'm going to let them work. Uh, one thing when you know it announced that you were going to be taking over the players just 
it, it came out, they were flooded, how happy they were for you and how excited they were to, mm -hmm. to get to play for you. The confidence that they have in you, how much confidence does that give you as you, again, transition into this new role? Yeah, huge. I mean, they're, they're, they're the key. I mean, they're, this program's, you know, about them. And uh, for them to have that means a, means a lot. You know, it was, uh, and they didn't have to, you know, they didn't have to do that. A lot of times you see situations like this and I, you see, Maybe a mixed reaction, or you know, uh, uh, you see a little bit of a divided message from the team, but I, I don't think you saw that. And we've got a group that's together, and you know, they they know that I'm going to work hard for them, and and uh, and I feel that they'll do the same thing for me and our staff. One thing I'm interested in is how did the evolution of of your dream of being a head coach at a college program like this start? Did you always know you wanted to be a coach? Did you always know you wanted to be a college coach? Just how mm -hmm. did that process kind of take place? I, I knew. My first experience with football, especially playing, you know, fourth or fifth grade, some kind of peewee league, I can remember. Um, I, I remember I felt different about it. I loved all sports, but I felt different about it. And I always had a sense that that it would be part of my life, you know, probably forever. And, you know, growing up, uh, you, you always dream of being the NFL player, the college star, all that, like like every, you know, young kid does. But I... I don't know that I ever thought that much about being a college coach um, until I got an opportunity to do it. And when I got a chance to go to, to Texas Tech and kind of get started there and, and see what it was really about, um, it's, I started to think about it a little bit more. And then when I got my first opportunity to start coaching there, then, you know, I, when I got a chance to do it, I, I, I'm glad I at least realized that, you know, this opportunity might not come again, and I took it. Uh, a lot of coaches that you talked to, uh, there was one person kind of that impacted them and into wanting to do this, kind of affected their lives in a big way. Was there one person growing up that maybe a coach in your life that you thought, oh, I want to do for kids what, what he did for me? I had a lot. You know, I was really fortunate. I grew up growing up in a program that in the state of Texas, my my early years as I was, you know, a grade school, all that was maybe the one of the worst programs in the state of Texas. There was really not a winning football tradition in my hometown. And uh, David Wood, the head coach, came in and, and brought in a, a brand new staff, changed changed everything kind of about that football program. He's still the head coach there today. You know, was my coach all the way through. Um, brought in a great staff, a lot of them I'm still great friends with to this day. Um, and that, that definitely changed my perspective on it. You know, we were winning. We were doing it the right way. We had... You know, some position coaches, you know, uh, John Irwin, Nettie Kilmer, Ralph Mason, a lot of guys that I'm still, again, very close to this day that, that certainly had a, a really, really strong impact and gave me kind of that great first impression of football. When we talked to Baker earlier, he talked about how he felt like one of the reasons why you were able to get to this point so quickly was that you were able to balance both appreciating the moment and being in the moment, but also preparing yourself for the future. Do you feel like that has played a role in, in you kind of moving up kind of the chain so quickly? I think so. I've always, I've always had a, you know, always tried to prepare for the next one, but I think you, you want to prepare for the next one, but you still got to do a good job of what you're doing now. And so there, there is a balance with that. And I've tried my best to, to find that balance. Um, and, you know, to, to give people the confidence that while maybe I am in this role, they could envision me moving up and, and maybe see that I could possibly do, be successful doing those things. And so that's that's what I've tried to do. I, I can remember being a you know a, a graduate assistant at, at Texas Tech and and 
you know, I, I remember just wanting to show them that I could do everything that, that, you know, I felt like that you needed to do to be an assistant coach. And, and, uh, and I think that's helped. And that was, I've had, again, some great mentors and guidance along the way that helped me understand that and give me some perspective there. Two more for you. Play calling, you said you're going to continue to do that. Um, you've become widely known as one of the best in the country at this point. Why is it so important to you? Why is, are you so passionate about play calling? And why do you think you've gotten to this, this point where you are, are so good at that? Well, we've had good players. I mean, that, that uh, play calling is a, a lot easier when you <laughs> have good players. And uh, so that's a huge part of it. That's, I, I enjoy it, but more, more than that, I just think part of my role is I got to be what this program needs me to be. And I think for us to be as good as we can be right now, I think that's what needs to happen. Um, well, the large part of it is I've got a, an offensive staff there that I know I can delegate to, that I can give them more responsibilities. We've had the same staff, you know, will be now three years running, which is hard to do with as much uh, success as, as we've all had. And so that gives me a lot of confidence to be able to pass on the things that, that to, to create time for, for my new responsibilities. Um, and again, I, you know, just talking to to some of the people that I respect the most, they, you know, I, it was almost unanimous. Um, even from guys, you know, that that didn't necessarily do it themselves. That you know what, if, you know, you need to keep doing that. And I, that was my belief all along. But hearing that from them gave me even more reassurance. You, I know you have a long to-do list, but uh, what's your excitement level right now as you kind of take over and, and get to kind of step into this role? It's it's up there. I mean, it's um, it's hard to even sleep at night because I'm just constantly thinking about you know what I get to do the next day. But not a, again, not in a. Uh, I'm not worried about it. I'm not anxious about it. I'm I'm excited about it. It's it's fun. I'm I'm enjoying it. Um, and again, just feeling that deep responsibility of, you know, what I've got to give to this team now and trying to do the very best I can to get it done. So it's. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm running on straight adrenaline right now. I probably will be for a while. Man, how can you not be excited? This guy is just full of enthusiasm, confidence, and what we've seen from this offense the last two years gives you so much hope for the future of this program. I'm excited for Lincoln Riley. And again, thanks to Jessica Cootie for making that available to us. We'll be back on Monday with the game plan as we look back on the weekend that was and start to kind of give you some Bob Stoops stories from his former players. That's coming up next week. Until then, everyone, have a great weekend. Thanks again, Jess. Really appreciate you making those interviews available to us. They were awesome. Every minute was a much must listen. Much listen. Oh, I hope you listen very much. But every every second was a must listen, and I hope everyone enjoyed it. So make sure you give Jess a follow on Twitter at Jessica Cootie, and make sure you let us know that you listen to the podcast at OU on the air. So until Monday's edition, have a fun weekend in Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on Auto Trader. They're really good at numbers. Auto Trader.